Hello and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. I hope you guys are doing well. I'm Edward Lauder. I'm the editor of Small Screen and we've got a lot to talk about today. We've got Joker 2, we've got Craven the Hunter news, we've got some Flash stuff as well that we might go over and today I will be joined by Clint and possibly that James guy, our producer. I hope you guys are doing really well. Let's have a look at what you guys are saying in the chat. Let's start off with the chat. We've got uh, Lords of the Longbox is saying, hi, I'm high. Good for you, Lord. <laughs> Good for you, Timo. I wish I was right now. I am tired. Uh, Sean Harrigan says, we had De Niro in the first Joker. We should have probably have Pesci in the second one. Interesting. That's a good That's a good shout, actually. I'd love to see Joe Pesci, Pesci in, the, uh, in the second Joker movie, which we will be talking about in a second. And uh, Roberta Bobby Anderson says, uh, hi, Edward and James. Hello, Bobby. I hope you're doing well. And thank you very much for joining us. Who else do we have in the chat? We have Dan Zig, 1979. Dan Zig says, uh, hey, at Roberta Bobby Anderson and at Lord of the Longbox and at Sean Harrigan saying hello to everyone. Hello to you, Dan Zig. I hope you're doing well. Uh, we have, duh, 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 we have Reese 75 saying hello there. Hello there. Hello there. I hope you're doing well. And Dan Ziggs, he likes the, the new intro. He says, funky. That new intro is great. I'd like, one thing I'd like you guys to do in the chat is to try and name all the movies that James uh, took took clips from there. Now, there are a No. I think it's a good idea. I think it is a good idea, James. Try and name all those movies that he... Uh, and TV shows that, that he put in there. There are some that I don't even know what they are. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what the movie with the two Asian guys shooting each other is. I'm going to be honest. That, that, one, uh, that one is one that I'm not sure about. That's the mission by Johnny Toe, which I've ranted about before. Ah, okay. It looked kind of weird, but I want to watch it now. <laughs> I go. I hope you guys are doing well. And then uh, a Kazakh, Kazakh's in the chat saying, "Small screen in space." Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Clements in the in the chat saying hello there. Hello to you, Dan. I hope you're doing well. And hello there. That boy Steve says, long time no see. Hope you guys have been uh, have been well. Yes, we have. We're just doing uh, one live a night, uh, not, not a night, one live a week now. It's on Friday, on Friday nights. And uh, we're doing more kind of uh, standalone videos. Uh, we're doing uh, we're doing different things. We've got some interesting stuff, fun stuff coming in the future as well. And also you can go and check out the uh, History of the Snyderverse video that we did. And also my weird kind of john oliver-esque piece on uh not really i'm not going to say it's john oliver-esque but it's that that's <laughs> it's on eurovision if you're interested in eurovision it's on uh, on uh on our youtube channel as well so go and take go and check that one out that'd be great if you could do that uh and no fomo ever says yo james and edward i hope you're doing well yo no fomo ever sorry <laughs> it's difficult to read uh, who else do we have danzig says hey ed i've missed these shows yes we miss doing them again once a week uh, we're going to try and keep it too. So we've got lots of stuff to go over, and uh, and we will. I will be talking about that stuff uh, in depth with Clint, who hopefully will be coming on the show in a bit. So that'll be fun. And who else do we have? Cocainum says Kazakhs. Is he going to get it? No, James isn't. James is uh, nodding. Pashli, self meste. Kazakhstan. 
Kokainum. Kokainum. There you go. That's that's just for you. And uh, Kazakh says, already got it, lol. <laughs> Great Muppet ref. Okay, this this must be for the opening, right? Is it is it for the opening? I'm not sure. I'm not sure where the, where the reference was for Great Muppet. I don't yeah. Know. It must have been for that. Okay, good. Uh, who else do we have in the chats? We have, uh, I recognize, sorry, Danzig says, I recognize the Nut Punch clip from Blood Sports. Brilliant. Which I just watched. Thanks for the recommendation, James. Yes, that was from Blood Sports. And that is a movie that James goes on about a lot. He goes on about it a lot. He loves his memes from uh, from that film as well. <laughs> So if you follow James on Twitter, you'll know that he uses those ones a lot. Dan Clement says, the Snyderverse one is amazing. Always send it to people to convince them to watch the Snyder Cut. One, that's really, really nice of you. Thank you so much. Uh, we're very glad that you uh, that you liked that video. There will be more of those sorts of videos coming. And of course, uh, a lot of that is down to James. And uh, Reese 75 says, well, I know Army of Darkness, Invincible, Red Heat, and Avengers, Batman 66, Bloodsport, and The Great Gatsby. That's Pretty much all of them, apart from I think the one that that James said before, which I've already forgotten the name of. But uh, Army of Darkness is one of my favorite films ever. I love the Evil Dead uh, trilogy. Uh, Invincible, I just think, is a great a great TV show. Batman sixty six, I just love that that particular scene and that episode in particular. The bomb episode is kind of mad. Blood Sports, uh, it's not my favorite. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it's a, it's a film I I think I watched it when I was way too young, along with a lot of um, was it Steve Seagal movies? I used to watch a lot of those when I was younger. And The Great Gatsby, I actually think, is a really good film. So, uh, and it's just a, a, an iconic meme at the end of that opening. So, I'm glad you like that, Reese. And well done for naming all of those. Uh, who else do we have in the chat before we? Uh, the <laughs> the pigs in space <laughs> says Phil Chadwick. <laughs> good one. Uh, and uh, and James says yes. I didn't want to come in and explain. No, he didn't want to do that. <laughs> right. Uh, who else? Uh, should, we, should we bring in? Uh, should we bring in Clint? I think that's all. Hey, hey! Oh, he doesn't do requests. Hey, Clint, how you doing? Hey, oh, you know, just chilling in front of a in front of a green screen. Oh, look at him! Uh, oh man, that's weird. How's see, it going, ev gang? Everyone, I'm. <laughs> how are you doing? How are you I'm doing, good. Clint? Everybody thinks I'm in. My, I was in a TV station. Uh, I I couldn't exactly. be in the I couldn't be in the station today, so I had to I had to work from home. Uh, yeah, and you just happen to have a, a, an exact picture of your TV station. Hey, exactly. You. Yes. Uh, okay. Just, just in case. Yeah. And I can... Clint exposed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't want to see that. You don't want to see my OnlyFans page. I'm telling you. Um, so, <laughs> how you been doing, Edward? I've been doing really well. It's good to see you back again. You've been uh, there. Are the, the reviews coming thick and fast. You did the uh, the review of the Bad Batch episode. Is it episode five today? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is it six? Is it six? Is it six? I believe six. it was six. Uh, yeah. Um, have to check, have... but it's there. It was episode five. It was episode, it's five. episode five. Come on, Edward. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah. I was right. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and the, uh, that was great. And if you can check that out, and also Army of the Darkness review you did for us, which is brilliant as well. Oh, yeah. The, the, all all fun. How, what, a, what a difficult task to watch things you love and then talk about them. I mean, it's it's really tough. It's a really tough gig, you know? It's actually a lot harder than that, Clint. It, 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 like, I, know, I know from experience. That I think one of the weirdest things to do is to do the react. It's, it's pretty cool. But the reaction videos... Because you got to remember to actually do something. That, yeah. That's always something. <laughs> when I'm watching a trailer, I don't think I usually, 
I don't know. It's just it's just kind of feels a bit unnatural sometimes to to there was I have to say the um the trailer for last night in Soho, which you can go and check that video out as well. That was literally all genuine because James was like, You're not watching this before before we do the the reaction trailer. I know for a fact that lots of people out there, I'm not saying that they they do fake they fake things, but there are there's an element of that to those sorts yeah. of videos. But that but that that one was like first time watching it and I genuinely jumped out of my skin uh one moment in that trailer in that trailer and you can go and see that video now as well well it's, it's over on the channel and you're you're uh you're definitely a fan of the filmmaker so you're you were really into it huh yeah yeah Ed, uh, I, lo- it, I love Edgar Wright it's it's weird for me I grew up with my dad my dad like if you're watching if the tv's on a movie's on or a t- interview's on anything you don't talk in my in my dad's house like he'll he'll stop it and be like hey you want to go outside or you want to go to the other room like you do not talk so I'll have friends over to see a movie or something and they start talking and I'll say hey guys uh, um hold on, I'll be right back. And I'll run to my room and just finish watching the movie in my bedroom without them. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, yeah, you don't talk. So it's really, for me, with the reaction video, it's really it's really weird to to be like, oh, don't, girl, don't go in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, dad's going to, my dad's long been dead for years, but I'm like, dad's going to yell at me if I, if I, if I react. So it's a, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I'm starting to crack that shell a little bit, but. I do the same thing, Clint. Yeah. I got to pause it. Be like, okay, am I good to continue watching now? yeah i'm I'm hyper focused and i want to pick up every detail and i i do i do notice now uh like uh, i will try to finish the the whatever the the next line's going to be like i think they're going to say yeah but we're a family and and i'll say it and then and then if i i did that on bad batch one time and and i didn't get it right sometimes you know writing is predictable and you can yeah i like to guess the uh the ending of it but anyway yeah. yeah Yeah, that, that's. Uh, I mean, I I can't I can't watch anything with my dad because he just makes snarky comments through everything, which is really annoying. Um, so Rajanish says, uh, "Hey Ed, what's on the agenda today?" So, and then he goes, "How do you guys feel about the Joker sequel? Seems like a desperate move by the clown table before they get kicked out of Warner Media." <laughs> and uh, Bobby says, "Hi Clint." So Bobby's uh, saying hi to you. Hey Bobby. Uh, Great. And then, uh, yes, so Roberta, Bobby Anderson, Danzig, 1979, the Sax God and Sean Harrigan are uh, very, very um, lovely Patreons. Thank you so much to you guys. It's uh, it's kind of mad that we've got Patreons. Uh, it's, it's a start and it's, it's wonderful. So it's cool. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super cool. Um, so the... It is super cool. Sorry, go on. Sorry. Oh, but go on. I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I was just going to say it makes you feel good about when you're creating content and there's actually people willing to pay. Uh, the, uh, not just show up. It's it's enough when you just show up to watch us. But if you're actually uh, given to the cause, it's like uh, it, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like what you're spending your time doing is worth it. So thank you, guys. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. And uh, what are... Call it, Sanchez, or we'll get a knuckle supper. <laughs> <laughs> What what I wanted to say was what just repeat what we're going to be talking about today. So it's a uh, Joker two news. We're going to be talking a little bit about um, about Aaron Taylor Johnson being cast as Craven the Hunter, and uh, probably finish off with the Flash news. And uh, and that's going to be. If you guys have any questions, please let us know in the comments. Uh, we will try and get o- get get them all answered for you. <laughs> 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 
I love that <laughs> he clip. He does that deliberately, doesn't he? It's such a good clip. But, um, <laughs> so... <laughs> so basically, Clint, I think before I get cut off again, and Danzig says, hey, getting close to... <laughs> Uh, yes, a thousand K. Well, not a thousand K, a thousand subs. Yeah, one K, a thousand K subs. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a thousand be, K yeah. though. We'll take a thousand K. Uh, but yeah, we are getting close to that number. So is it wait, a thousand K? I'm terrible at numbers. Is that a million? No, no, one K is a thousand dollars. Like, if you're like, hey, yeah, no, one uh, K, yeah, but so one, one K would be a thousand subs. Yeah, a thousand times a thousand. I don't know what that is because I I uh, I'm I'm a musician. <laughs> There's only like, four beats in a measure, but this I've got a calculator. Part, this is a part where you segue and you tell people to subscribe. Oh yeah, yeah. like and subscribe. <laughs> and, Please and like guy, and subscribe. Yeah, and since I don't have an education, um, I really have nothing but YouTube. So if you guys could like and subscribe to help further <laughs> our careers, this is I have nowhere else to go. As you can tell, neither of us are very good at maths. Apparently, it's ten million. <laughs> we'll <laughs> take that. <laughs> we'll take that. Mm. And uh, and yeah, the... so. <laughs> Dude, I'm hopped up on coffee. I was gonna say it's the soup du jour. Oh, it's the soup of the day. Mm, that sounds good. I'll have that. Go ahead. And you wonder why you waited so long for something so disappointing. <laughs> right, so after all of that, let's talk about Joker 2. Uh, and and J- Joker 2, so it was revealed today by the, <laughs> there you go, the Hollywood Reporter uh, revealed, all right, yep, yeah, okay, good. The Hollywood Reporter revealed today that uh, it was kind of hidden in one of their, in a weird article that they posted uh, that um, Todd Phillips had got, had been signed on, had got a contract now to write uh, Joker 2. So the sequel to his uh, 2019 billion dollar hit Joker, which starred uh, Joaquin Phoenix. So first off, what are your initial reactions to that, Clint? Cool, but how, what are they going to do with this? Like, I, I, um, I, uh, I didn't even read up on this, like, to, to do any research or anything like that. I just saw it was like Joker 2. Okay, cool. It's, it's weird. For one, I wonder how much of a budget they're going to get. Like, uh, my initial reaction is, is ne- since it was a hit, we've got to pump a bunch of money in it, is what, a, what the suits will say. And they'll probably screw up the movie, uh, overdoing it with all, with all kinds of crap. Keep it simple, like the first one, and it'll probably be really good. If the, it, Granted, the script has to be good, but if if you got Joaquin Phoenix, you know the acting's going to be good. Um, what are they going to do? They're going to try to relate it to to Batman, or they're going to keep it a solo thing? Keep Batman out of it? I think they should keep Batman out of it, and maybe you could you could get into um, into you know how his follow, followers who were just kind of following his movement, they weren't actually his followers. Maybe how he leads them into actually being his thugs and followers, and then maybe all of that following makes his ego turn him into actual calculated uh villain because at first he's just kind of uh, you know the first one he's not really calculated that's the only problem i had with that movie is like the joker's supposed to be calculated he's not he's completely chaotic and uh and so i think this gives him a chance to develop that uh maybe some things happen he quits being quite so insane uh as far as just chaotic and actually develops a purpose and then i think you could bring batman because if you just bring batman in right away it's i i i don't know i don't think they should do that yet i think i think they should develop his career as a as a as a calculated psychopath first and then throw batman in so that's my thoughts 
I completely agree with you one, uh, 100% on that. Batman should not be in this film. Now, th- there have been a lot of rumors going around that saying that, oh, um, Todd Phillips wanted to bring in Robert Pattinson from the um, Matt Reeves Batman movie. Now, I, I mean, I haven't heard anything about that personally. I don't think that's going to happen because it just can. I think it'd be kind of wrong for the film. I think they're the wrong tone already. I mean, we've only seen the trailer for the Batman, but even it, just judging by the trailer, this is very much a kind of it's a comic book interpretation of of the Batman. It's pretty close to the Long Halloween, I think. So, what I think they should do is I've saw someone in the comments saying that they, they should kind of. Uh, look at one flew over the cuckoo's nest and i think that'd be a brilliant idea and bring in harley quinn or harleen quinzel and have her be be his shrink and i think that would be a really interesting twist on their dynamic and and i think i think it'll just work if especially for his character i completely agree with you he is i mean i think no well, James doesn't agree with me, but that's fine. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but like I I think I think one of the things that I I really I, I I did like the film, but one of the things I didn't like about it was the fact that he it just wasn't for me of any sort of not really anywhere near a Joker that I've ever read or watched before. It, there was no there was no kind of I know that a lot of people are like oh it doesn't really matter as far as the Joker is concerned, but for me the Joker has to have some sort of intelligence and plan. Uh, behind everything he just was just too chaotic uh, everything was about him as well which is kind of a joker trait to be honest everything is always about the joker but it it just it, it felt a bit too like it wanted to have its cake and eat it it wanted to have the joker it wanted to have this story about someone that was uh, misunderstood and and like really kind of had incredible mental health issues like really difficult struggling but you, you and it wanted to be grounded as well, but then also set in the Batman kind of universe. It's just you can't really have all of it. Uh, like there, just does it doesn't really work. And there is a lot of Taxi Driver in there. There's a there's a heck of a lot of the King of Comedy in that movie, uh, to this point that it's almost like a remake of those films, uh, like or, or like a retelling of those films. Let's say I, I did like it, and I do like the fact that Todd Phillips is coming back um, to uh, writing this. I'd he's co-writing it so i wonder who would be coming in to write it with him he wrote the first one with scott silver and scott silver is a really good uh, writer he did the fighter he did uh, eight mile um he did what's the the finest hours i think was the other uh, other film he wrote so you know it'll be it'll be interesting to see where they go i'm pretty sure there'll be no batman in this film because first off we saw young bruce wayne in the first movie and he was a kid and, and uh you know, Joaquin Phoenix is what? Well, how old is he? He's in his fifties now, isn't he? He's probably yep. nearing his fifties. I don't know, but um, so that wouldn't really work. This is for me. This is in a completely different like universe. Apparently, people are saying it's Earth Two, uh, which huh. to me is like, okay. Apparently, well, that means that then this is why people are saying that oh, Robert Pattinson's Batman could turn up in it because apparently he is also in Earth Two. But I don't know how they're going to do this. Hamadaverse, it's it's connected yet separate. We want everything to be connected, but also separate. Um, Yeah, Yeah. uh, this that was the Saranov uh, interview. But but uh, yeah, I I agree with you. (laughs) you 
<laughs> you for sure need you for sure need uh, Robert Pattinson to get a little bit of hair on his chest before he goes up against a Joaquin Phoenix Joker. You know what I mean? It's just like it's like what year one or year two in the in the Pattinson. Yeah, you year know, two. You, it's, yeah. it's it. So it's like uh, he needs a little more time. Um, and I think the age thing, uh, Joaquin Phoenix is clearly. Uh, we don't have to worry about him like getting getting like obese and old. Like some some actors, the older they get, they start uh, lose the ability to take care of themselves. Clearly, Joaquin Phoenix is is okay with starving himself. To uh, so you could throw some face paint on him and make him look younger. That's not an issue. But but the uh, but Robert Pattinson being too young, I, I think is an issue. So I don't know. I, I I'm with yeah. you. I don't know how they're going to do it. But I think uh, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest is an excellent idea. Um, maybe maybe if you don't even have Harley Quinn in there. Or uh, it's, it would be cool. You know what I mean? Just that whole concept is is a good idea. Well, like, like there are so many characters they could bring in from the Batman mm-hmm. universe. There's like even Doctor Strange they could bring in, like the Hugo Strange from the from the comics. That would be kind of cool. Uh, there, are, there are a bunch of weird doctors that they could use. I just think, I think Harley, uh, like Harleen Quinzel, and I know James probably doesn't agree with me on this and i know people in the chat probably don't disagree with me on this but i actually think she would be an interesting character to to have to kind of pit him against are you talking about re- uh, are you talking about recasting her yeah have someone have okay. someone other than margot robbie play the character yeah definitely it, it wouldn't be a margot robbie version it wouldn't be a comic book version of the character i think it would be uh, so, someone said uh, phil chadwick said i bet it's phoebe waller bridge I actually think Phoebe Waller Bridge would be really good casting, but um, yeah, some, just something like that. So this is very different, and and you can do so much with it. It's like even just saying, I think there is a bit of a problem there when people are like, "Oh, the first film was Taxi Driver, therefore the second film could be One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest." I think that's a bit of an issue. It needs to be its own thing, but uh, I do think there'll be an element of that because it's something that Todd Phillips he was very inspired by Martin Scorsese in the first film. And and I think he does kind of look at other people's work and kind of think, how can I interpret that or do something similar to that in the Batman universe? And uh, I think that's probably how he's thinking about these films. I'm just happy he's involved because I did like the first film. I thought, I mean, yeah. it's an Oscar-winning film. You know, it did really well, got over a billion dollars. People really liked it. Um, some people really hated it. Uh, you know, especially some media outlets thought it was terrible and thought it was going to be the end of the world because people were going to watch it and get the wrong message. That didn't happen. I remember people were people were complaining about the gun violence, and the same week, yeah. uh, the last Rambo came out, and I went and saw that yes. in the theater, and I was like, "You're complaining about the Joker, and, and I just saw Rambo. Go watch Rambo, and then go watch the Joker, and tell me what's more offensive. Like, it, it, not a peep out of Rambo, but yeah, it was really fun. It, it, they're they're looking for clicks, is all they're doing, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty it's pretty comical if you if you watch anybody at home go watch Rambo and then tell me how offensive offensive uh, uh the joker was it's pretty hilarious I, okay i'm gonna we're gonna have to go through the comments uh very briefly because uh, i think roberta you didn't understand you think i said f2 i, I said earth 2 so earth 2 oh, this is this is a this is we're getting into the weeds now Uh-oh. this is the multiverse <laughs> okay so the multiverse is um there are many different earths within the multiverse there are many different uh, um what are they called alternate timelines and uh, and there's Earth One and then Earth Two. It all goes down to I don't know how many. There's like Earth. There are millions of different Earths, and um, that I think that's how they're gonna. That's I mean it's how it's done in the DC universe and the DC comics. That's how they do it. And 
we're going to probably see, especially with Hamada, the Hamadaverse coming in, that's going to be in a different Earth as well. So they're going to really, there's going to be a lot of mind-bending stuff coming up in DC, the DC movies, I think. And uh, I don't think I, I know. So I hope me this has translated it for you. <laughs> it's quite complicated. Um, who else do we have? You can, you can look, have? get on your CW app and go look up uh, the crossover uh of uh, crisis on infinite earths with the uh, with the uh, flash and and legends of tomorrow and all those shows and that'll give you an idea of what mm. what what he's talking about an easy easy watch or just even it might confuse you even more if, if you watch yeah, some of those too. shows or or pick up a comic book or just google uh, earth 2 uh, origin on youtube and you'll probably find some crazy video that talks all about it <laughs> I'm pretty yeah we should probably do one of those yeah. but uh yeah people people are really like so sean harrigan says uh i like the dc on scorsese vibe hope they keep it i think they will if uh, todd phillips isn't in, uh, involved in it uh raj says uh, wash your mouth out with soap uh soap and water edward the joker was phenomenal uh <laughs> again i'm not saying it wasn't i'm just saying that there are elements of specifically calling it the joker and then having it the todd phillips's version of the character in it it's just it's a bit difficult for me because the joke is such a such an iconic character and it for me his version of the joker wasn't the joker for me it's arthur fleck it's a very different thing and i i think i actually think what will end up happening is and i think todd phillips adhere he, he adhered to this in an interview uh, i think what will happen is that um this this version of the joker Will actually be serve as inspiration for what for who will actually end up being the Joker in this universe. I think I think I think it was almost like this is what came first, and then the Joker that goes up against the Batman will be the ultimate version of the Joker, the one that people will recognize from the comics. I think that he I think he might look at what he did, what Arthur Fleck did, look at the uh, following he had, and uh, I kind of kind of twist the message and and be a bit clever about it as well because i really think i think um joaquin phoenix's version of the character really lacked that intelligence and that just wasn't there and it has to be there i think for the joker yeah it was all ac accidental he just like it seemed like he was yeah. just stumbling through the movie yeah which is fine in its own way because that's yeah. that was the idea if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're going to look at something like um, the King of Comedy and be like, I want to do a version of that with the Joker in it, then of course your character's going to be like that. And uh, and he obviously had a message that would resonate with people uh, in the film, and that's why he had a had such a big following towards the end. So who, honestly, this film, I think, I, I and you're talking about budget earlier. I think they're going to have to double the budget just to keep Whacking Phoenix in it because apparently the the story was he wants fifty million to do it. <laughs> Which is lots. Say fifty million. Uh, which will, yeah. Well, that's 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 the number that's been. Wow. Now I don't know how they're they have rumors, so I don't know how uh, how truthful they are. Which I believe the budget for the first film was fifty five million. Here, I, I've got a question there. that I don't know the answer to. Um, I was just going to say, do you think he would? Uh, he was going to Jack Nicholson it up and try and get a whole bunch of uh, of <laughs> uh, of merch rights and and all that stuff, like. Uh, Jack Nicholson, we, when he agreed to do the original, um, he agreed mm. on he wanted uh, merchandise rights, uh, like 
tons. So he made tons of money on, on when he did that. And that was his way of doing it. He's like, okay, I'll do this, but I'm going to get all of this stuff. He was real smart. I'm wondering if uh, Joaquin would do that. And then my question was, does Jack Nicholson still get merchandise rights on, on present day uh, Joker stuff? That's an interesting question that I don't know the answer to. I don't know the answer to that either. He probably does, you know, on any sort of Jack Nicholson Joker stuff. He probably still gets some sort of money back from that. I'm wondering if he gets a little piece of a of a Joaquin Phoenix Joker T-shirt no. because he because he's got it forever. No, he'll just be getting no. residuals from um, uh, Batman 1989 and okay. any of the merchandise, or anytime it's played on uh, network TV or on streaming service. Cool. Just, just curious. Yeah. Bye, James. <laughs> <laughs> but let uh, me tell you guys all about the different Earths in the multiverse. Cool. And then in the okay. Marvel, they have the same thing. They're like Earth six one six is the main one, and then there's uh, Earth. <laughs> he loves doing that. He loves doing. That. I knew. I was just waiting for him to do that. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I think it'll be interesting. People saying uh, Prince Zodiac uh, says if you can bring that says he wants the RDJ money, which is probably true. <laughs> and uh, Kazak says, yeah, fifty million. That was the Joker. So I was looking at the budget. It was reportedly uh, fifty-five to seventy million, which, given it made over a billion, is just a ridiculous. <laughs> it's a ridiculous turnaround. It's so much money they made from that movie. Uh, and that's there you kind go. of amusing considering, yeah, considering that uh, they didn't even want to make it. And there's actually Joker merchandise too, uh, the sideshow collectibles and a bunch of other specialty um, action figures they did for the Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker. Mm, yeah, cool. But not like okay, uh, so the... random toys on Toys R well, on Walmart. <clears throat> he does that all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's about so... to say that CSI was on uh, Earth 617 is where CSI takes place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and burn notice is on earth 715 so which by, which by the way i was, I was gonna say earlier burnt my dad used to love watching burn notice you could have watched tv with my dad that would have been that would have worked out. oh yeah I, no. I like watching tv in silence and uh still hamada spoon this is the best bit of that video hamada spoon no so, so I suppose what we're saying is that we're 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 excited for this film. Uh, we liked the first movie. We don't think Batman will be involved in Joker two. Can we? Can we? Can we say that? I yeah, agree with you. Quint agrees. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I, I'm I'm putting my money on Harley Harley and Quinzel being in the film. I will I will say only because uh, there's a new regime coming in uh, to take over. Warner Brothers, I think, left to their own devices, they would probably probably Hamada Burger in Battinson uh, somewhere. You know what I mean? But since we got in the next year or so, there's going to be a new new regime coming in. So because of that, I think we're going to be okay. I don't think we'll get uh, Batman in the movie. <laughs> that that's that's inside <laughs> Warner Brothers right now. There you go. <laughs> They're like, what do we do with this movie? I don't know. Yeah, Just turn it. In... <laughs> so. Yeah. Should go. we put Life him in the? Should we put him in the movie? I don't know. I'm not, we're not going to be here next week, so ah, go for it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, what well, we should move on and move away all from right. all this DC news and move on to 
this the what I think is being dubbed the Venom verse. Uh, so it's the the Sony Spider Man verse, and so then that's, that's, <laughs> is that true? That's the yes. It was dubbed today on uh, on uh, on a show I was doing on what? another show I was doing. It's not called Spumsy anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, <the laughs> Spider Man's uh, Sony Pictures uh, Universe Marvel Cinematic or something. That's what it was, or that's what it was called. Spumsy. Yeah, you never, uh, never heard that? Spum and everyone's making fun that. of it as Spumco from uh, uh, Ren and Stimpy with John Krakowski, which he actually worked on a bunch of different shows too. Sp- Spumsy yeah. and. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I always wait for him to do that. <laughs> Spumsy and Spunk, Spunkwo? That sounds like bedroom talk. That's This, this is a family uh, channel. I don't know what you're talking SPU, about. Man. Uh, uh, I think they called it the SPUMC. Is that right? The SPUMC is what they called it. But uh, yeah, I, I'm calling it the Venomverse, and I think it sounds good. I think I, I like that sound. I'm excited about all the new things I'm starting to see. Mm. I don't know if you're about to talk so, about some things, but I'm, we're about I'm very to talk excited. talk about it. Yeah. So Clint is very excited. Let's get into this. Uh, so today it was announced by, uh, I believe it was no was it deadline but who who cares it was somebody in what deadline probably uh they announced that aaron taylor johnson has been cast as craven the hunter so what are your reactions to that casting news clint i think it's cool um i i was like is he gonna be a speedster and a craven at the same time um yeah (laughs) i i think i think that guy will clean up in uh well man i had multiple thoughts um first i was like oh that's weird that's interesting aren't the two universes of mcu and uh, sony like kind of intermingling and how's that gonna work or are they gonna run into uh is uh, wanda gonna run into him and pretend like he doesn't look just like her dead brother um you know but uh <laughs> spumco but <laughs> but yeah i was like oh this, this there's a lot of things running through my head all at the same time but i uh i couldn't help but uh, but uh think about um Captain America and how he had he, uh, Chris Evans, how he had been in the fa- Fantastic Four and he worked in the Fantastic Four, but there was just something not quite right. It just didn't work. He looks like a superhero, but it just wasn't right. Yeah. And it once he got to Captain America, it fit and it worked. And I'm hoping that that he, to me, he never felt right for Quicksilver uh, and and I'm hoping when he gets into this Craven role that it just is magic and it works. And and I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see. Um, and, you know, I mean, I like to give everyone a chance. I, Clint likes everything, but yeah, I think I think it could be cool. Um, and what they're doing with everything else looks looks pretty cool. So, so I'm I'm optimistic. I actually wrote Clint, and we all know that Clint loves everything. <laughs> I wrote that in an article on Small Screen. Uh, it's it's becoming a thing. But uh, no, I, I completely agree with you, Clint. I think I think it's very interesting casting. I, I actually think he was well cast as Quicksilver. I just think that film, I think most of his footage and, and his stuff was probably left on the cutting room floor for that movie. And I think he was done such a disservice, Aaron Taylor Johnson, in that movie because he could have been a brilliant Quicksilver, but he was he was used in such a way that it was just it, it just felt like why even bother have him in the movie. Yeah. If you're just going to kill him off at the end, and it's kind of a pointless death anyway, because it's like a character that's introduced in the film and then dies towards the end. Um, it's 
it was used effectively, I think, in WandaVision. That was the most effectively it was ever used. But then what do they do in that? They bring about Evan Peters, basically <laughs> saying, we think his version was better. Um, Restore I mean, the everyone... Boniverse. <laughs> Restore the Boniverse. You I think lie! Everyone... <laughs> everyone loved uh, Evan Peters' Quicksilver in the Fox movies. That was the For me, that was the only real shining light in the last couple of Fox movie um, X-Men films was him. Uh, and his his slow motion scenes were just incredible, but um, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna look at Aaron Taylor Johnson and be like, okay, what has he done that can show us that he can really do this? Well, first off, he was kick ass and he was great as kick ass. Uh, mm-hmm. He was then in a fi- he was in he was in a couple of films that I one of which I do adore, but um, he was in Savages with Taylor Kitsch and uh, Blake Lively. And he was actually really good in that film. The film wasn't very good. It was an Oliver Stone film, but he was really good in it. And then the film that I really loved him in was uh, Nocturnal, Nocturnal Animals. He was unrecognizable in that movie to the point where I didn't know it was him until I, until the end of that film and the and the, wow. the, uh, the credits were rolling. He is incredible, like genuinely incredible in that movie. And I just think he's an actor. And you, if you look at him now, you have to look at some photos of him now. He is in incredible shape like really really good shape and he's he's obviously maybe not obviously been prepping for this but i think this is something that has been in the in the works for quite some time and they've managed to keep it very secret for a very long time now i'm going to go into the actors that they that sony approached before getting to aaron taylor johnson and you're going to be like what so the very first act the very first actor they wanted to play Craven the Hunter was Brad Pitt. Come on, <laughs> don't bullshit me. No, it's true. They approached Brad Pitt and he turned them down. So You're a went... funny guy, Sally. <laughs> what did they do? They went and they went to um, Adam Driver, and Adam Driver flat like just refused. And <laughs> there was all this news about Keanu Reeves being in the yep. mix. Now, honestly, I don't think that was ever really a thing. Because uh, not Ke- shooting on you. <laughs> Keanu Reeves just would have been terrible in the role. Like already, one of the big things about Craven the Hunt. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Yeah, he would be like, "Hello, really? my my comrades." Whoa, you know, uh, he would be. <laughs> yeah. that'd be interesting. Whoa, whoa. this is whoa. my Russian accent. Uh, yeah, he he just can't do accents. The guy can't do accents. His mum his mum's English, and he can't do an English accent. We know that from Dracula. Where he's he's terrible. In that, but I love Keanu Reeves, but he he can't. He knows one of the things I love about Keanu is is he knows the things he can't do, and mm-hmm. uh, and one of the things he can't do is accents, and that's fine. You you know he can do other things. He he's he's brilliant as John Wick. He's he's very good in a lot of other uh, other movies as well. But he would be so wrong for Craven. It's unbelievable that he was even reportedly connected to this role. When I saw that, I was just like, "This is utter bullshit." I'm sorry, but this, I can't, I can't take this seriously. And then, and then I was thinking, well, who could play the role? So, a lot of people were fan casting Jeffrey Dean Morgan from The Walking Dead in the role, and that would have been interesting. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that would have been quite cool. But the one that kept on coming back to me was Carl Urban. I always thought Carl Urban would be brilliant in the role as Craven. I thought he's 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 in the boys. He he's plays Dread. He's in the Marvel movies actually. So that would have been another another area where they'd be like, well, he was already been in a Marvel movie. So what does this mean? Uh, but I actually think Aaron Taylor Johnson is is really good casting. And actually, a question I have for you, Clint, 
is what do you think this means for the future of the Venomverse? Do you think it will ever tie in with the MCU now that they've cast Aaron Taylor-Johnson as Craven the Hunter? I don't know, but I can tell you as a, a, a writer, do you like alliteration? Yes, I love alliteration. Because I'm saying Sinister Six, man. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing in the future. Uh, you know, uh, you got Vulture, Dr. Octopus, Electro, you know, uh, I don't know if the, are they even working on a Sandman yet? I thought I heard some some rumors about the about Sandman. Is that a, is that a thing? Well, so Sandman, what in the oh being in the MCU well, is no, it is in the Sinister Six. Oh well, yeah, well in yeah. the actual Sinister Six, yes. Yeah, so I'm. I I'm just not sure I'm, about the I'm seeing all these all these things pop up in this in this new Spider Man, <laughs> and and now they're talking about Craven the Hunter. Um, I, it seems like that's the direction they're they're going into. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> that's a that's what uh but uh are we gonna see him cross over into the into the real like the actual uh, the real that's not nice uh into the mcu i don't i don't think so man i i don't think so no. i think they're gonna they're gonna keep doing their their uh venom verse thing over here um tom holland uh is bouncing back and forth and i i think um MCU is trying to really get their their paws on him and keep him over there. You know, he, he's, yeah. he's probably got some contract stuff that's that's uh, I mean, he's owned they're owned by Sony, but from what I've heard, like they've had some meetings uh, recently, and the people that used to control things don't control things anymore. So um, I, I have a feeling you're going to see Spider Man in the in the distant future. You're going to see Spider Man more in the MCU. That's just me. It's uh, yeah, uh, it's what I think. I think, and I think you're right. There is one person that still seems to have some control over it all, and that's Amy Pascal. Yes, because she she's no longer part of Sony, but she still runs Pascal Productions, which is still uh, has a very big hand in anything Spider-Man related. And uh, they'll have to kind of go through her, I think, for anything kind of bringing in Spider-Man into doing more. You have Tom Holland, Spider-Man in the MCU. I, I do wonder whether they might end up going more down the well. We'll start a we'll do we'll do this kind of Avengers-esque uh, Venomverse movie where we'll have Tom Hardy's uh, Venom, Jared Leto's Morbius, and um, and Craven the Hunter. You know, and uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's Craven the Hunter. This will be after the Craven the Hunter solo film, right? And then they'll have Tom Tom Holland Spider-Man be in that movie, and and then they might end up introducing. In the MCU, they might end in those in those Spider-Man films end up introducing Miles Morales and then having more of Miles Morales in the MCU moving forward. Because I know that that's something that Marvel would like to do, would like to have that character in 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 their in their films in the future, mainly because of the popularity of uh, of the character and also Into the Spider-Verse has proven to be incredibly popular. So they know that people want to see that character. So I do wonder whether that might happen in the future, specifically in the MCU, not so much in the Sony films, because they're very much Peter Parker is our guy, and we they, want to we want to keep him. They could also do something weird with the uh, with the uh, uh, Spider Verse, and maybe keep Andrew Garfield around against Craven or some or something weird like that. Uh, I don't know that they'd do that, but uh, but you know, there's they have the the ability to do all kinds of crazy stuff. But they are leading to a Sinister Six. Like they had the chame yes. uh, chameleon, and then Venom, and then they're gonna, and now Craven. So it's that's what they've been leading to. They tried to do that with Amazing Spider-Man Two, with that bonus scene at the end, and then um, they just and, okay, he cut himself off. I think too they're 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 finding like a, their identity in this comic book uh, war. Uh, you know, you got you've got. 
DC, uh, you, we had Snyder trying to make the DC uh, thing an epic m- movie. And then you got shiny, uh, exciting, uh, you know, action, super polished uh, MCU. And then I think uh, Sony's like, dude, that, that Venom thing worked out really well. Let's let's go. For the, <laughs> let's let's go for the darker stuff. And then, the, hey, let's uh, green light Morbius. Let's get this thing going. You know what I mean? Like and, and now you're going to have this dark Morbius thing. And I think the darker side of things is going to be kind of the, the what they're going to be sticking to. And I think getting an yeah. anti hero anti hero uh, like like Craven is is a villain. But he's also kind of not. He's not trying to be evil. He's just a really badass hunter, and and he thinks that uh, that Spider Man is the ultimate prey. He could possibly mm. look look at some other character like Venom the same way, and maybe maybe it'll be a Craven versus Venom type of thing. Uh, I I heard somebody uh, theorizing that, and I said that's a very possible thing. You know what I mean? If especially if yeah. uh, they could switch it up, if. Uh, if uh, they don't have Spider-Man available, uh, Venom is a pretty good, pretty good trophy. If you're going for that, you know, if you're going for trophies. So, uh. <laughs> as Dan says, don't forget to smash that like button, guys. Please do yeah. that. That'd be brilliant if you can do that. And I, I actually think you are completely and utterly spot on. I wonder whether Craven will be hunting both Venom and Morbius in a movie. Yeah, because uh, he'll see them both as really big prey. <laughs> carnage, also. What if Carnage? Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. So, but one one of the things I think they're doing more with these films is they're kind of aligning. I get the feeling that I mean, Venom in the first film and obviously the second film, he's not a villain. He's a hero, really, isn't he? He's he's a hero that who has. You know, is Eddie Brock who has a, uh, a parasite that is, you know, gives him incredible strength, but also he want that parasite wants to eat people. So that that's the kind of bad side of him. But they do actually end up working together in order to actually save people. So, and I do, Morbius is similar in the comics, and I wonder whether they'll do the same thing with Jared Leto's version. Is that the whole the whole reason why he becomes a living vampire is because of a, 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 a science experiment gone wrong in. I'm talking more about now the animated series, the Spider-Man animated series. He is very much uh, a character, a kind of tragic character, a character that's desperately trying to do the right thing and try and get back to the way he was before. And um, they're making it a bit different in the movie because he has a disease that he doesn't actually have in the animated series. I don't know if he has it. He probably does in the comics. My my knowledge of these characters are actually actually more the animated series in the comics because I used to love that uh, Spider-Man animated series. It's brilliant. And I watched it again recently and Craven the Hunter is in it as well. And in that, he's he's a hunter. He's a, he's a Russian hunter. And then he ends up being like, almost killed and then given this serum which kind of makes him stronger but also crazier and and it's really the serum that that is is the you know making him bad in a weird way and he ends up kind of being able to getting an anti-serum and kind of manages somehow to keep his strength i don't know how that works out but it's um it's very much similar to venom it's like they're they're all kind of good people fundamentally that are kind of overtaken by some foreign thing yeah you know and it's something that's really out of their control so they're all kind of tragic characters and i think they are going to be more made by sony into heroes rather than villains which is why i'm a bit i'm not so sure about the sinister six being a thing with those characters that they're going to do i think it might be more in the mcu that they go down that route especially with the fact that we know that electro is going to be in spider-man as is doc ock 
And I think they're going to bring those characters more into the MCU and probably do the Sinister Six in the MCU movies with with Tom Holland's Spider-Man as opposed to in the Venomverse. I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I don't get a clap or anything. Because, <laughs> of, uh, of course, James doesn't agree with me. I was getting ready, a clip ready. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what do you think about that? Enough about our balls. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What do I think about that? <laughs> I'm joking. I think, man, I think you yes. might be right on that. I, I, um, I mean, who knows? This thing has been shrouded in so much secrecy with the occasional Alfred Molina or somebody screwing up and, and leaking something that who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, um, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know. For some reason, I thought that the, that this new Spider-Man was was a little bit more on the Sony side than the MCU side. Um, I might have to. This new Spider-Man movie. Yes, yes, yes. No, it's it's very much MCU. That I think they're going. I, I mean, know they've been the working moment, hand in hand, but yeah, at the moment, what it what it looks what it looks like to me is that this is going to be the film that actually introduces the multiverse into the MCU. So I, I I have a I have a suspicion that this is actually that Spider Man that movie is going to be actually huge as far as the MCU is concerned. Like the ramifications of that film will be massive, especially if the rumors that you know the likes of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in it are true. Like that like that alone is going to be a massive thing, and that's really more. I mean, I know these characters are still technically owned by Sony, but this is something that's being overseen by Kevin Feige. And MC and anything that happens in that movie will have ramifications in in the wider MCU. Uh, um, I mean, I, it was what it, so the the characters that are already announced or confirmed for that movie are um, so Jamie Foxx's Electro, uh, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, of course Spider Man, Tom Holland Spider Man, and uh, you know the the, the 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 other cast. The ones that are rumored are Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. Emma Stone, who actually in an interview recently said she's not in the film, but then again, you can never trust actors. <laughs> you can never trust them, especially with Marvel stuff. I I just saw Cruella. That was really good. Ah, I haven't seen it yet. I, I really want to watch it. I, I just watched it two hours ago. Yeah, it was excellent. Ah, well, hopefully. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so then the other one, I think, is the final one is Kirsten Dunst. They're saying is also in the film. But, I mean, who honestly, at this point, as you said, Clint, very yeah. eloquently, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows what these people are doing? And uh, Kirsten Dunst? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst, uh, hers was... Uh, her, her her being in the film was spoiled uh by uh by a uh, her assistant they had like an assistant for her that like got that that uh was put into credits like imdb credits so there was no word of her being in and then somewhere they're like assistant dunst and they're like oh well i guess christian dunst in the movie you know what i mean it's like there's been all kinds of weird things like that where people are uh. are just are discovering that uh like you know well like there's no confirmation she's going to be in it, but her assistant is definitely involved, so it's it's pretty funny. But you lie! I don't lie. No, no, I I, I did actually see that, and that that was something that you think that's like a facepalm moment. Yeah, like, <laughs> like seriously, somebody's fired. 
<laughs> but uh, I think I think overall, I, we're both very positive on the on the yeah. casting of Aaron Taylor Johnson as Craven. I think that is, I think it's good casting. I think you do too. This this movie is co-produced by Columbia Pictures and Marvel Studios and distributed by Sony, uh, releasing. Uh, so that's yeah, that's interesting. They're they're working hand in hand. I just kept thinking. Uh, I was under the impression that it was going to be more like Spider Verse over here, and then they were going to be doing the uh, Multiverse <clears throat> of Infinite Madness, and then they were just kind of kind of borrow maybe borrow Doctor Strange for a minute and just kind of have them related. You know what I mean? But maybe yeah. maybe you could even have a Venom thing pop a, like a cameo or something, and it was okay. You know, Vulture or whatever. But anyway. We'll see. Call it Sanchez or you'll get a knuckle supper. Oh, but I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, I'm very, very excited. Any new comic book content I'm excited about. Uh, yeah. You know? So uh, uh, I think, I think the, the character, yeah, the character that is confirmed is Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. He is definitely going to be in it. Uh, I think it's going to be quite big as far as the MCU is concerned. I think a lot of multiverse stuff is going to be in it. I think that's going to work. It's where it's going to start. And then it's going to kind of go into Doctor Strange, into the Multiverse of Madness. But before we get to those movies, uh, the films that, that are going to be coming out before that are there. So there are three. There's um, Black Widow, uh, The Eternals, and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. They're the three films that are coming out before. Are you excited for those three films, Clint? All three. Uh, All Shang-Chi. Yeah, uh, Black Widow. I, I talked about this the other day on a stream that I did on my on my channel, uh, Clint Baker, uh, YouTube.com, Clint Baker channel. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> I was talking about this the other day. It's like uh, some people, because of the time that's passed, people will say like, oh, yeah, whatever. I don't even care about Black Widow anymore. B.S. Baloney. You're going to be excited. You're going to go see it. You're going to love it. It's not going to all of a sudden suck because you had to wait a year. It's going to be it's going to be good. It's going to be an action uh, action packed adventure with great casting. It's going to be fun. Who cares if she's already dead in the universe? It's still going to be good. Like, you know, what I mean, and then uh, as far as the Eternals goes, people are bagging on that. Uh, you have you have the. You have the the best director, the the top Chloe Zhao is the got a, a an Oscar. She's the top director. She's amazing. Her stuff looks amazing. It's going to look a little different, which is going to be a breath of fresh air, man. I mean, like uh, you're like, hey, I saw some footage of that. It almost looked like the 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 Dune movie. You know, like yeah, it's it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's it's amazing actors in this movie. Casting's good. Uh. So what if they're going to do a more cinematic, more more uh, intense, epic kind of a movie? That's refreshing. And you know what? Uh, right before that, we're going to have uh, we're going to have uh, uh, Black Widow, and then we're also going to have uh, Shang. Flash, ah, savior of the universe. Yeah. Welcome to Soup. the Clint Baker show. Hey, <laughs> Soup. Soup. super action. I mean, you're going to have a super action martial arts movie also right up in there. It's going to be, it's just a year of, of, Hey, refreshing new stuff. And they're going to go back to the yeah. old recipe for things like just enjoy it. Sit back and enjoy the stuff. You've been in a year. You've been a year of, of nothing dry spells forever. And now people are complaining. Come here. So I can slap <laughs> your face. Boom. Just shut it and enjoy the damn show. All right, I'm done. 
Oh, and wore yeah, me that out. Deserves, that, does, that deserves that deserves it. As soon as the thought of people <laughs> complaining hit my brain, it it it, it sent me down that room. It it made a bre- uh, breaker go off in my brain, and I go down that road. I get so irritated. I can tell. Yeah, I get ir- What the cook it down? <laughs> like, what do you want? You're like just begging for good stuff and they they spend gajillions of dollars to produce this stuff and you're already complaining wait till the next day after you've seen it and then complain but don't don't be like meh it's gonna suck i just have a feeling because you don't know that so shut it okay i'm done tell us how you really feel that's how i feel shut (laughs) your mouth you click that like button you click that fucking like button that was you son of a bitch that was my Edward <laughs> Edward Kane uh, impression. <laughs> I have to say, I completely agree with you, Clint. So, Edward, <laughs> you, gonna, uh, I'm going to have a T-shirt with that. I you completely um, agree with Clint. You reported on a show being canceled recently. Yes, yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I reported that uh, the Flash season eight was going to be the last season of the Flash. This is only this actually. I was told by a, a load of people uh, about about this, so I thought, well, okay, I'll run it. Like, because one of them I I, ha- I I have worked with in the past, and they they they're a source that's turned out to be pretty much on the money. They're on the money all the time, so I was like, all right, okay. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of a lot of flack for saying that because, of course, there was the news a couple of uh, it was actually a couple. It was when was it? It was Grant Gustin was on a on an interview on a podcast with uh, Michael Rosenbaum, and he said that um, there were negotiations for season eight and nine, but they've only they've only actually gone ahead and and uh, renewed season eight. So what what I was being told is that actually they're not going to continue with the Flash after season eight. They're going to stop it, but Grant Gustin might still be involved and might be coming back as the Flash in in other shows. One of the things they're doing with season eight is they they're starting off the season with a five story uh, crossover, five episode crossover arc. So it's going to cross over with lots of different shows in the in the uh, CW kind of the Arrowverse, or as they call it, the CW verse <laughs> internally apparently, which I thought oh, okay. But uh, yeah, so it's a show that's gone on now for eight for seven seasons. So season seven's airing now. Uh, they've already lost two of their main, um, the, well, their, their main um, actors in uh, what's it, uh, in well, Cisco's gone. Yeah, Tom Cavanaugh is and, Harrison is Harrison Wells, and Carlos yes. Valdez is Vibe is slash yeah. Cisco. Exactly, and so that they're both they go they're going to come back intermittently in like guest in guest roles in season eight. But that's literally that's honestly when I was told this, I was like, okay, I'm not really surprised. I, you know, the only person that was talking about season nine was Grant Gustin. Obviously, he wants the show to continue because he loves playing the character, and I, and everyone gets that. But ultimately, these these shows eight seasons is a long time to go like it's it's a long it's a long run it's the longest running show in the cw like um in the dc comics uh area the only the only one that's come i think it's legends of tomorrow has actually got seven seasons as well hasn't it so that which to me when someone said legends of tomorrow has got seven seasons i was like what (laughs) seven seasons but i think I think the thing is to say is that these shows are are really starting to you know fade, 
And um, and I think the CW knows that. And they've got another show coming out called Naomi, which is the show that uh, Ava DuVernay is doing. And I really what I was being told was that that show is really going to change things up because that's very multiverse heavy, <clears throat> a lot like the, the flashes, incidentally. But they seeing that as the future and trying to make more shows like that and trying to kind of move away from the flash and there's also a bit of news like maybe there's internally over at dc at dc films they want to do something a bit different with the character in the tv universe who, who knows who knows what they're what they're planning because honestly no one knows but the cw and also the other the other news about the cw is that actors aren't happy actors are not happy with the cw at the moment and and the way they've been running things and we saw that with i'm forgetting his name now the guy that was on dominic, Legends of tomorrow dominic purcell dominic thank god i've got you on the show dominic purcell because <laughs> um he, he 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 released a bit of a rant and then claimed that it was a joke on on instagram dude it wasn't a joke <laughs> the, guy, the guy was seriously pissed <laughs> yeah he was he was you might have been drinking something dude got drunk <laughs> and 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 went off and then said oh cr got a call from his agent got woke up woken yeah. up by his agent and was like oh crap i better fix this and then had to had to just kidding <laughs> sorry that's funny but but <laughs> it's funny but when no. people saying is this the end of the arrowverse uh, it's not it's not the end of the arrowverse they i mean the flash now is is still it's it's the main show. It is the main show, but they've still got <laughs> surprisingly so they've still got Legends of Tomorrow. They've still got Batwoman, which is actually renewed for a third season, which is like, oh God. Uh and um and then that's that's about it, isn't it, for the for Arrowverse? I think that they're all the, the also, shows uh, arrows. Isn't um Black Lightning Black Lightning is, is definitely and part then of the a spin off painkiller. Yeah, but yeah, but Black yeah, but Black Lightning was cancelled. Yeah, but the as was painkiller. The or did that get cancelled? Well, the, the, the spin-off Painkiller has, I think they did order, actually, one series of that, mm. um, which which is, you know, that yeah, that, that it looks like they're going more down that route as well. Like, Black Lightning is is connected. He, I think he was in one of the crossover. He wasn't in the crossover episode. He was in the last crossover, yeah. Yeah. He was in he the last up one, like, yeah. three scenes or something. I just, can we, uh, got to give comment to the, or give notice to this gold comment. I guess you could say the show has run its course. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant, Dan. <laughs> yes. And yeah, and super supergirl's ending. So you've got Supergirl. <clears throat> Sorry, that was so they're all the <laughs> all, all these shows are, all these shows are coming to an end, basically. But they are looking they are looking to to do something else with their DC Comics properties, more stuff like Naomi. They, I mean, I know it's not DC related, but they actually they turned down the Powerpuff Girls uh, live uh, live show, which I thought was amusing. They they're asking to re they're asking them to rework the pilot. So it sounds like that was a complete disaster. Well, they didn't they didn't turn it down. No, well, they the CEO of of the CW, Mark something or other, I can't remember his last name, but he actually he he said that. Yeah, you probably know that. Greg Berlanti, the the. No, it's not. It's not Greg Berlanti. Oh, okay. It's Berlanti. The CEO of, uh, of the CEO of CW is is someone else. I'm forgetting his name. Probably someone in the com in the comments knows his name, but um, he actually said that as it stood, they could not go with that show, so they had to ask them to kind of go back to the drawing board and redo the pilot. So keeping most of the same cast and crew. Now, if they redo the pilot and they still don't like it. Then that show won't get taken. They, they requested they it taken. to be reworked. Then, yeah, yeah. They oh, I just heard that. 
they just decided to rework it um to remold it no, for it a was, demographic that must have been the spin i read back to the was on well it, yes <laughs> he's gone again <laughs> it's mark guggenheim that's his name mark guggenheim ah, gotcha uh so <clears throat> so apparently yeah reese is in the comments saying that the powerpuff girl script was arse <laughs> Oh, uh, there, the, uh, there is one. It's Superman and Lois is the one. I was just going to say that. That's exactly what I was about to say. That show is great. Uh, and from what I, I haven't seen the last couple of, of episodes, I've been uh, busy, but uh, I've heard that show just has been good all the way through. There's seven episodes yeah. in this season from what I understand. And and what what do you think is the... Do you think there's a problem with the CW? Like, do you see... Do you worry a bit about the future of that, of that network? <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. I loved that world. Uh, you know, I think there must be something going on. I think, I think Dominic Purcell uh, doing what he did. And then uh, I think it's kind of like starting a little revolution, but with the cast and, the, and then they're all saying, you know, we've been here for almost a decade. Uh, maybe it's time to get out of here before we get uh, pigeon. You know, people, people are uh, in the spotlight like that stuff starts getting mm -hmm. to their head and they could be like, you know what? I'm, I don't want to get stuck in this in this role. I'm going to go try and go for movies or do indie films or whatever. And and uh, I don't need to be treated like this. And and they're and they're people that they have around them will usually tell them that they're you're right. You don't deserve this crap. If they are getting getting uh, uh, Baby crap, your is in the frame. What's that? Oh, sorry, I didn't meet my mic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. If uh, so, hey, 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 though, but I wanted to say though, I think a lot of it has to do with um, what happened with Ralph Dibney in the Flash, and then they canned him. Oh yeah, yeah. And then um, oh, absolutely cat now, and then uh, <laughs> and then uh, because uh, Greg Berlanti's heading over to HBO Max, and he's doing a lot of mm. the pilots for them, and he's heading, uh, he's spearheading the Green Lantern show too. So he was the one that was steering a ship and all these crossovers and working like 22 hours a day to do it. And then um, now he's over at HBO Max and then they got the the production team underneath him working and it's kind of stale. And the problem with the CW shows is that you have the filler episodes and the, and the really slow moving episodes and story arcs that not a lot of people are like and they write themselves into a corner and then. <laughs> yeah, and, he's and, gone. and as long as those shows have been going, you can only do that. You can only be on a show for so long unless it's going well. But until you say, "Okay, time to go do something else," you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, because then you start feeling like, "Oh, this this ship's going down." If, if once the ship starts going, people are going to jump ship, and I, I have a feeling that they're looking around and saying, "Yeah, let's go." If you're the lead, then that's your show. You're gonna you're gonna stay on board to, but. uh but yeah, it's this in interesting because the only uh, uh, Danielle P uh, Panabaker, Baker, uh, who's Killer Frost, I think her and, and Grant Gustin are going to be the only two uh, original cast members on this show. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's <laughs> is, is that true? Yeah. So it's what like, about Can what about Candice Patton? Is she not going to? Going I, to I don't know. I do not. I, mean, I do I, not know. There was there it was really some drama like... with her too recently. I didn't. Well, there was some drama. There was some drama between her, Candice Patton, and uh, Danielle Panabaker. I think that's her name. Uh, pe people, people claiming that there was some um, race racism going on behind oh, wow. the scenes. We're, I mean, it really does. It really does sound like it's just. It just need the whole thing needs to stop. Yeah, it's just becoming <laughs> coming unraveled at the seams. You know, what I mean, it's like all right, let's yeah. let's move on. And if you've watched, I watched a recent episode of The Flash, and boy, it was janky. 
the, the, the CG, the CG in it was terrible, and and it's not the problem is it's not the the fault of the people working on the show because they're given like no time, they're given like zero time to do these special effects, and they want the they're asking for the world from them. I mean, the, the Supergirl, the, there's a famous clip of the Supergirl like uh, fight scene where you've literally just got Supergirl kind of going across the screen like that, like it's just a cut a cutout of her <laughs> just swinging her across the screen, and it's like. Dude, like seriously, you've got a budget. Like seriously, you should be able to spend more time. Maybe not have twenty, however many episodes they do per season. Go do what they did with Superman and Lois, and make it less, and work more on those on each episode. Like give themselves more time. There's just they're just too they they do too much. I was gonna and watch I think it's... season seven, <clears throat> but then I was spoiled on Twitter about uh, the Wells. Uh, what happened to them in the first episode because that boy Steve decided to post it two minutes after it premiered. And I didn't even get a chance to, didn't even get a chance to like go and watch it. Like all of a sudden, boom, it's there. So like, why did I even bother? And I, it, and I had to force myself to watch the end of season six. And I was like, uh, I think they, mm-hmm. they, they peaked or jumped the shark um, when King shark came in. Like that was really good yeah. CG pun intended. <clears throat> um, but that was really good CG. And, and then, um, I don't know. Again, like I said, like season three, four, five, six, they have those arts that no one likes, you know, like it just, you have to power through. And it reminds me a lot of um, uh, the Defenders, you know, it's mm-hmm. like the Defenders, yeah. works, like, am I just watching it? So I know what happens, but I didn't watch that. Either. Yeah. How many, how many, I... uh, how many versions of, of, uh, of Harrison Wells can you have too? You know what I mean? Like they keep finding <laughs> excuses to bring him back. Like, uh, <laughs> I am French Harrison Wells. I remember yeah. that one. That was a very strange one when he had the accent and going, I am French. I am, yes, I'm a French Harrison Wells. That was, was the like, best oh, part of the show, if you ask me. Harrison Wells. <laughs> oh, he's, yeah. all, he's brilliant. The guy's brilliant. Yeah, he was like, brilliant. All, yeah. Have he you ever so seen good. the show Ed? It was no. a Canadian show and he's just a small town and he runs a bowling alley. And yeah, Mm-mm. Tom Cavanaugh is he Canadian, Tom yeah. Kavanaugh? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay, just kidding. Good. Well, right. one. I think one of the <laughs> well, one of, one of the big problems with this sh- with this show. If I'm a, okay, put yourself into the mind of an actor that's in a show like this, right? You're in it for nine, well, eight seasons. Let's say seven seasons. That's literally that's basically all Grant Gustin has done. Is the Flash? Like, really? I mean, he's probably turned up in some things here and there, but not not much. Don't you think that's that? Wouldn't that worry you? I know, I know, it gets quite. It's quite easy after after a while to do that and to be like, I know what I'm going to be doing over he the was next in Glee. year. <clears throat> well, that's where he started. He was yeah. in Glee to start off with, and then he and then he got the Flash. But since being in the Flash, I think if okay, again, this is this is. But he's me. publicly stated he loves playing the Flash, and he'll do it as long as he can. But yeah, but why do you think he? Why do you think he says that? money because he's comfortable he's comfortable yeah exactly yeah but as but as but would that be if you if you well yes but if if you're thinking about your career yeah like the longevity of your career let's look at what um uh the you know um smallville guy or tom 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 welling is that his name yeah but his but he did nothing after smallville because the only thing he did was he was difficult on i I mean towards the end of the last couple years he wouldn't put the suit on he um he always fought with the producers. Grant Gustin is like a happy-go-lucky guy. He loves his work. He loves his job, 
And as soon as Flash is over, he'll get picked up and he'll have great roles. I have no doubt about you that. Think? Not if you're going to the typecast thing. I don't think he's going to get typecast. Or if he does get typecast, he still get roles, right? He he's yeah. interesting though because he doesn't even look like he should be the Flash, really. Right. His his <laughs> no. build and all and all that. He his build. He's perfect. I think he's great. But he's but better his than build, Ezra Miller too. Like yeah, it's better than Ezra Miller. I think I think him going into into normal everyday roles that uh, will be will be pretty easy and actually probably more uh, more appropriately cast. Like if uh, once he gets done with the Flash, I we think. got a zinger here. I, I, <laughs> going back to the wells, was oh. <laughs> the elbow. <laughs> but I, I just, I mean. I would just be worried about, yeah, I think it's more typecasting. It would be like if you're on a show for eight seasons, of course you're going to have like people being, like, oh, you're the Flash guy, right? Uh, you know, and it, it might it might be a bit difficult to get that monkey off your back if, um, you know, to use a rather bad, um, what's the word? I'm forgetting now. It's, it's too late for me. Analogy, yes. Yeah, things have to be going, getting tense uh, in there for for it to be crumbling like that. Yeah. I mean, you have two of the main, main people in the show, uh, leaving, it must be weird. So, mm, yeah. And that, that would, I think that's, that's probably one of the big, it's like, why are they leaving now is one of the big questions because Cisco was a massive part of the show and Harrison Wells was as well. Um, you know, what's that going to mean story wise? Are they really going to be able to, um, like even like, I'm even, I mean, apparently season seven is terrible. That's what I've been hearing, is 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 not good. How are they going to continue this through a season eight? It's like you know you start to worry about it because it's it, well. I mean, I'm not worried per se because I don't. I haven't watched the show since season yeah. four. I really after I think season five was probably where I just was like, I'm off now. Like I can't I can't do this anymore because it just got so monotonous. And I think that was the main problem for me. It was just so monotonous and so samey. And every single season, there was like, oh, I'm the... Like, it's always started off with that, my name's Barry Allen, I'm the fastest man in the world. Well, you're bloody well not, because every season, there's always someone faster than you. So stop <laughs> saying that. When, when, you're, <laughs> when you're a spy... Blah blah blah. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, it, th there's a. It's it's sad to see something die that that you really liked. You know what I mean? Like for me, I used to come home from work every day, and I I had a different version of that universe to watch. And I'd watch Supergirl on Monday, mm. The Flash on Tuesday, Arrow. No, Wednesday I think was Legends of Tomorrow. Thursday was Arrow. It's like every day of the week, uh, I I had something going on. You know what I mean? And and it was fun to watch those shows. Uh, and then when they started doing the crossovers, it was like, hey, this is cool. You know what I mean? Like, um, it was fun. It was fun, and they were good. And yeah, they were they were campy TV uh, shows. You know what I mean? But they were but they were yeah. fun, and they did a really good job uh, at telling stories and making them fun, um, and making you want to see what happened the following week. And it it is a little sad for me to see it all uh, unraveling. Um, but uh, you know, and I wish all of those actors well, and we'll see where it goes. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, there's really not a lot of point to that, except th that it is sad to see to see them go. I agree. It was really fun when they had that lineup. You know, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I really enjoyed that too. Um, but then, like again, like Flash season six, you knew it was going downhill. Then it was already over, and I stopped watching Legend of Tomorrow. Like I think after season three or something, kind of lost me there. I just lost interest. There's only so much um, teenage drama that you can filter out in those. I thought they were evolving and getting rid of the teenage drama. To be honest with you, 
but then it started seeping back in because that's their demographic. Yeah. Um, obviously not their demographic, but I agree with Danzig. I would trade it all for a second season of the nineties. John Wesley ship. Oh, yeah, it definitely was, was a yeah. great series. Yeah. And what well, I think, I mean, you say it was fun. It was yeah. fun. It was that, but then I really, really could not watch arrow after a while because literally every single episode was him being a little <laughs> whiny bitch and, and then a really uh, and Diggle be like, you can't do that. And then like, now we're going to have a fight in a dark location on a rooftop. It's like, and just have literally people spinning around and not hitting one another for like <laughs> 15 minutes. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I used to have to review these. That was my job. I used to have to review these episodes. And I was always like, and actually, no, do recaps of them, which is even worse because I'm like, I don't want to recap what happened in this episode because literally nothing happened. And it's just, I think, I think Arrow, it started off so well and then just ended up becoming a massive mess towards the end. And then I think the same thing is happening with the flash, which is such, I liked the flash more because it was kind of went in a way more hopeful. And Grant Gustin was a more uh, like his Barry Allen was kind of more likable and and then there was and then, and then he got really depressing and then it was like oh i've lost my speed uh, i don't know what to do with uh you know with um what's her name uh his his girlfriend oh yeah uh, iris iris west iris iris west and it's like oh, for far, yeah the, the the teen drama really got it got me it just it just kind of all i was like i'm not here to watch like riverdale uh, you know, and uh, and it, it got a bit difficult for me to be honest. Once you get and a flash, about, sorry, but what what about um all the mistakes he's made by time travel? Oh, Barry, you screwed it up again. <laughs> yeah, he, he always screws everything up, and it's like, oh, you're supposed to be smart. It's like he's not the smartest guy there. Once once I saw that the Flash wasn't going to have speed, I was like, okay, I don't even need to watch this. I never even tried to watch that season. Oh, what's uh, coming this season? The Flash loses his speed. I'm like, that's a come watch an absolutely normal guy uh, fight, you know, whatever. I'm like, yeah, that sounds that's not good. <laughs> yeah. And and you're right about the about the arrow. Uh, it, it got super predictable. You're like, and Diggle pulling him aside. Okay, Oliver, look, it's not about just you. We're all in this together. Blah blah blah. And then and then all of a sudden, like you said, they go fight the 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 Power Rangers uh, choreography team will ha- will be fighting on a rooftop somewhere. I'm like, okay. So. But it really poorly lit as well. It's always really poorly lit. And the best bits of that show was Arrow versus Deathstroke. That, that that was really like the, the beginning that was like what i really kind of cottoned on to and i was just like yeah that's brilliant but then the whole was it rashad ghoul thing came in and i was a bit like oh really like fine okay and it just it just got re- it just got stupid and then and then i was like okay that was cancelled at the ended at the right time and i and i i'm the, the reason like i'm pretty the season eight is the right time to end the flash. Like, I think it probably should have been, end- it should have ended like two seasons ago, but um, you know, I, it's, I, it's a good time. I kind of like when he brought his, his little sister, uh, uh, Tia or Mia, uh, it, mm. the speedy when he brought her back to life and she was like, had, had a bloodlust for a little bit. Uh, it, that was kind of <laughs> cool. I don't know if you even remember that, but yeah. I don't, I, the, the last thing I remember about the flash is when it's his daughter, his daughter, his and his and Nora, Nora Allen West or West oh, Allen, yeah. or and I was like, okay, so she's just a th- complete and utter moron. 
this girl like she completely falls for reverse flash being like oh i can help you you know and i'm just i'm just like no this is just stupid yeah yeah i I think that was when i gave up with it (laughs) yeah the multi the multiple timeline thing happening at the same time i don't ever like that that might be why i didn't like jupiter's landing so much i don't know (laughs) jupiter's landing (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm calling that from now on do you think they're going to do a second season of that? Of Jupiter's Landing? Jupiter's, uh, uh, it's because it's a soap opera, Legacy. get it? Yeah. yeah. No, I know, but it's because it's like a soap opera. I was calling uh, it super yeah, it soap is. opera, but Jupiter's la- Knott's Landing, Jupiter's Landing, way better. <laughs> I I don't know if they're going to do it or not. I know they've, I think they have like, uh, what is it, like 17 billion t- uh, for new content. So they got the, uh, they got the, Netflix definitely has the money to do it another season if yeah. they want to. And how many superhero properties do they really have besides Umbrella Academy and. That's really well, they got it. a lot from they got a lot from Miller World coming out. So I mean, how many are they developing? A lot. How many are they? Many I wanted to ask: Do they? Do you know if they have the rights to Nemesis? I have uh, they, they, have the, they have the rights. Yes, and they have the rights to all of Miller World. But I, I thought so that, ne- Nemesis the film, is in film company had Nemesis the rights to it before that Netflix deal. Maybe they did. So the ones that they're working on now that they're definitely working on are what? the Magic Order, American Jesus, and they're doing a film of reborn i think mm. is the other thing they're doing so he 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 posted a, a big uh, list on on netflix like the mark millar and saying what they're doing and how excited he is about it all so super crooks is another one he's doing that's an animated uh, series that's coming out and that that's part of miller world and uh, the last starlight's not on here but i'm pretty sure starlight will be coming and then they've got empress huck Sharky and the Bounty Hunter, their movies, their their, their features for Netflix. Hmm. So so much stuff that they're doing with Mark Millar. With all his but, amazing writing. Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think I really do think that um that this this is a very poor beginning for yeah. Millar World, I have to say. And uh, I'm just I, I just wonder whether they might not even green light the second season. I hope they do because after after making us sit through that whole foundation uh, building, uh, they could actually do something cool. I I kind of uh, was excited to see what was going to happen with the with with some of the younger people in that the 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 daughter. I didn't like her throughout the whole show until the end, uh, where she flipped and all of a sudden's helping helping the villain's son. And I'm like, now we have a compelling story to tell. You know what I mean? And there's there's some yeah. things at the very end that came came in and and uh, and got my interest up but before that it was just a it was kind of a felt like a recycled story all the way through you know because i've had enough get out so you're gonna make us on that on that note you're gonna make us sit through that whole thing and not do a season two that's actually good come on all right i'm done (laughs) I, i i i'm putting my money on it not happening that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that here. And uh, on that bombshell, I think we're going to end the show. And uh, I'd like to thank you, Clint, again. Thank you so much for being on the show. And yeah, uh, thank you, James. Thank you. Very funny. And he's, 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 I could see him laughing his ass off down there. He's just having the best time. But uh, yeah, thank so actually, some interesting comments before we go. Apparently, Dan Zig says that might explain why Stephen Esther Knight part, parted ways with Jupiter's Legacy halfway through the show. I didn't know that happened. I didn't know that either. He's got a history of doing this. 
because he, he left Daredevil like after season one as well. Man, he he just can't finish anything. <laughs> and apparently Nemesis is going to be a Warner Brothers film. Okay, yeah, I think there are a bunch of like films that are with other companies. So that means it's not going to happen to Warner Brothers and they're going to sell it to Netflix after sitting on it for three years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they're doing with the Sandman. Uh, right, uh, where can we where can we find you, Clint? Where can people you, find you? Apart first from off, screen? first off, thank you guys, you Edward and James, for having me on the show. Uh, since since we're giving out hugs, uh, thank you guys, and uh, and thanks for all the kind words that I get in the comments. And for those uh, who don't like my positive personality, that's okay too. Um, you can find me on uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash Clint Baker Channel. And uh, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, you can message me or just laugh at the dumb stuff that I post. Uh, it's the OG Clint Baker. The OG Perfect. Clint Baker. Yes. Remember that, the OG Clint Baker. And you can find me at, uh, well, I'm at uh, EJ Lauder and uh, Small Screen Co. as well. And go over to the website at small-screen.co.uk. And you can find James on the internet. That's where you can find James. He will find you. You don't find James. He will find you. And with that, goodbye. <laughs> 42 cutcom. Oh, yeah. And uh, our patrons. <laughs> yes, yes. You can go to our Patreon, which is, uh, is it patreon.com forward slash small screen co? There you go. That's you it. Go. That's where you can go to our Patreon. Thank you. Thank you to all our patrons. Thank you to uh, Bobby Anderson, Roberta, Bobby Anderson, Danzig1979, The Sax God, and Sean Harrigan. Thank you very much. Yes, and, and there's a lot of bonus stuff that doesn't make it to the normal YouTube channel, and that's what ends up on the Patreon page. So if you're like, why am I going to why am I gonna get just give you guys some money? Uh, that's why. It's because you want to see all the bloopers and all the fun stuff that we just uh, that we put aside for those people. So, yes. 